You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. So the focus of today's podcast is all about putting more wins on your board. And I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Chris Brogan. And let me tell you about Chris. He's actually a very nice guy who has done some amazing things. Forbes calls him one of the must-follow marketing minds of 2014, and they list his website as one of the top 100 websites for entrepreneurs. He likes to connect with people doing really cool projects, and get this, that includes interviewing Richard Branson, being on Tony Robbins and Dr. Phil's show, and he's all about helping people reach business success, and he's written several New York Times bestsellers. Wow, welcome, Chris. Is there anything you want to share that I didn't add in the introduction? Not in the least. I think that's swell, and you know, I'm sure we'll get to anything else as we come along. Yeah, those were some pretty fun things that I picked up off your website, and I didn't take all of them, so I am so excited to have you today. Let me ask you first. I love that you do your own social media and answer your own emails. Why is that important to you, and how do you keep up with that? Well, so I can't imagine anybody would choose not to do their own, and only because, I mean, this is my opportunity to talk to the people that I have the opportunity to serve. Um, I would like to know any business owner who says that something is much more important than the people that they're serving. Um, that doesn't mean that we don't have lots of other responsibilities. It doesn't mean that what we're doing to bring that uh, product or service to a customer or a uh, client or whatever isn't uh, important. But I can't imagine ever there being a time where the person that I serve wouldn't be the most important part of the business because that's actually you know who pays me. They're my boss. And so uh, I have the mindset of servant leadership. Uh, I think I have it uh, long before I read the book of the same name by uh, Greenleaf. But I can tell you that in general, um, I find that being able to talk to people directly as often as I do, and that's, that's really probably the, the number one activity in my business day every day, um, it gives me such an edge over everybody else who's just waiting for surveys and hoping that the marketing information is right and that they're uh, getting the right insight from the consultants that they're spending their money on. I'd rather talk to the people who uh, put their credit card down on the table. I like that approach. And you know what? Just listeners, he responded to my email very, very quickly. It was probably within a day or so, and I wrote on the weekend. So thank you for being so responsive. We really appreciate that. So let's talk about your website. I know that you won an award for that or one of the – 100 Best Websites for Entrepreneurs. I love that it's very simple in its layout and content. So I assume that's one of your values, right? Simplicity? Yeah, no question. I mean, if we're entrepreneurs and if we're serving entrepreneurs, which I do, uh, the mindset is that they have other things to do than to try to find what they're looking for. So my job is to make it easier for them to get right to where they're going. Uh, My other plan is that I think that once we make something big and unwieldy, we don't want to maintain it. So why would anyone else want to come and visit it? So in my mind, it just seems that simplicity would get us all what we really seem to want in our business life, which is to get in, get what we need, and get out. 
I love that. And why do you think people make things more complicated than necessary? Honestly, it's always fear. Uh, fear that people don't think that they're worthy. People uh, aren't going to think that what they're doing is really important or complex. And so there's a lot of it that goes there. Fear that they're going to leave something out. Fear that they're going to not uh, attract the right person. And so they try to attract every person. And uh, you know, to me that's you – know, People, there are people that can go to a store like TJ Maxx, the clothing store, and come out of there going, look at what I found. Look at these clothes. And I go in there, and I'm forever perpetually lost because there's just an <laughs> abundance of things. You know? And I want someone to say, these are clothes that you could wear with these clothes because I'm not really smart in fashion. And so like, if something was laid out that says, here's what you need, I would take it. That's why those kind of box things have shown up. That's why you know, people who don't know much about gourmet food can buy a box of it at a time and then get samples and go, oh, I'll get some more of this. And I think that people's websites are the opposite. People's websites are like Costco these days, and we need to make them a lot more like a gourmet boutique experience. I love that answer. I hate going into TJ Maxx or Marshalls because if I'm looking for something specific like a red blazer, I want to go to the section that has the red blazers and go get my size. I'd have no patience looking through. You know, maybe I'll find it. So I love that. That's awesome. Hey, I've got a lot of podcasters on my show, and sometimes we talk about our dream guests. Mine is Dwayne The Rock Johnson, just in case you know him. But most people always say Richard Branson, and you actually got time with Richard Branson for an interview. Was that easy, or was that kind of scary? Um, so it was, a, it was a weird conundrum and trick that made this happen. Uh, I, w- I have written occasionally for Success Magazine, and one day uh, the woman who was running Success at the time contacted me and said, hey, we have a problem. And I, I love nothing more than that sentence in life. And she said, um, we're working on this cover article about the Kardashians. What do you know about them? And I say, absolutely nothing, except I think one of them had sex in a video. And um, this goes on to become uh, a long conversation between my fiancé and the woman writing the article, because my fiancé actually used to watch the show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And so this came in, uh, they called me back 20 minutes later uh, from talking to my fiancé and said, Chris, we want you to co-write the cover article. Problem is, it's due in a week or so. And I was like, uh, I wasn't even on that phone call. They were like, doesn't matter. I said, uh, okay. And so I helped rewrite. And by the way, the person who wrote the original article is a great writer, and she's really amazing. They just wanted a slightly different spin on it, and that's what I'm good for. So all this to say, um, Success Magazine called me and said, would you, let, would you write a cover article for us? We'll pay you. Because we're rushing it, we'll pay you even more. And boy, we owe you. And I parlayed that one we owe you into, well, I want to do an article on Branson. And they said, uh, <laughs> okay. Awesome. And so they, they found someone who knew him enough that they could get a connection to his public, publicist person. He's pretty approachable, but I, I just didn't know him really. Um, and so that all happened. And so I was his first ever Skype interview. Um, and we did it on video. I couldn't use the video because he was pretty nervous uh, throughout the video. He didn't know me from anybody, and I never sent questions ahead of time. And it was very the setup you know, for you podcasters. You know, if I were him, I would have felt nervous too, but I have, I'm good at making people feel comfortable. He felt pretty comfortable pretty quick near the middle or so. And it was such a fun time, and it made a great article. Um, and I, I loved it. And, and at the end, he was so genuine. He invited me to come to Necker sometime, and I just sort of blew it and never kept up with the nice person who he put me in touch with. So I blew my chance to hang out with Richard Branson. Hey, it's never too late to go back. Any chance you would 
follow up and I'm sure he'll remember you. <laughs> yes. Out of the millions of people he's met, he's like, you know, that guy had hair kind of like mine. He's a weirdo. I could see it. I could see it in front of me. Yeah. No, I don't I know. But totally I could tell you that I never worry about card. that, Nancy. I, the, the, uh, the, to me, the, the doors are always open in the whole universe. And I, I, I think about it too. And, and probably people would wonder, what are we really going to say to him? Like, let's imagine we're both sitting on the couch with Richard Branson. What are we really going to say? And what's he going to say back that we go, oh, and we're just going to nod and smile and look at the dolphins or whatever you do out there. <laughs> I just did a blog post on what I would say to Tony Robbins if I actually met him, and then I met him. So how funny. You never know. You may be sitting on the couch watching dolphins. And, and what would you say? What's one thing you would say? Uh, to, to Branson, I was going to say, I've already hung out on Tony Robbins' couch. But Branson, um, you know, I guess I would say to him, I wonder what it, how much of what you started with the old days of Virgin Records uh, really is still in the DNA of what you've done. I've read all your books. I really have that sense that you know, a lot of this comes through. But how much of it's just like, you know, this was the first hammer you picked up and so everything's a nail kind of scenario, and is that good or bad? That would definitely be interesting. Well, good for you. That's awesome. Let me ask you about this. Thank I know you. you're a real flexible guy. You make people feel comfortable. And many of our listeners want to be speakers. What is your view on being a signature talk speaker where you're known for one thing versus kind of being customized every time? Oh, okay. So I'm customized every time. And I uh, somewhat infamously, because in, it's in a book now, um, paid a lot of money, $6,000 for speaking, speaking coach advice from a really great guy, Dr. Nick Morgan and his wife, Nikki Morgan. And both of them are wonderful, and I recommend people to them all the time. But by the end of my coaching session, they both said, eh, this probably, this probably advice won't work for you, like this signature speaking advice. And uh, they said, you're too custom, you're too weird, you do it your own way. <laughs> so they ended up writing about that in a book. But for the most human beings, it's a great idea. The thing is, so I had the chance to be on stage with a bunch of people who are like my legends, guys like Les Brown, um, Harvey McKay, and all these people. And what I did while I was waiting in the wings was realize that the speeches I saw them giving were at least portions of speeches that I'd seen them give at least 30 years ago when I was young and looking at it. And so I don't know. I can't imagine doing anything for even 10 years in a row, let alone 30-plus years. So I'm a custom speech kind of guy, and what I do in that process, Nancy, is I speak to the people who are directly in the room in front of me so that they always know that I saw them. Because I think that that's the one thing that humans have in such uh, scarcity is the feeling of being seen and being felt that you're actually there. Wow, that's pretty deep. I like that. And Nick and Nikki, is that seriously a couple? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep, it's, uh, I, I just smiled politely when he introduced her, and I said, oh, come on, really? And they said, yep. I said, oh, I get it. <laughs> I will remember that. But I like the customization thing, too, because I had another guest who was also a very well-known speaker, and it was interesting because he said, when you go to see Foghat, the band, you want to hear their oldies, right, not the new stuff they're rolling out. But I can also see how that might get boring for them to say the same, sing the same song at every single city, yeah. wherever they're going to. Your other speaker's right. I mean, the real truth is play the hits. Um, there's a semi-famous feud that's gone on for decades with the Beach Boys because every time they think about trying to reunite, um, one of them is like, I want to just play all this new cool experimental stuff we did right as we were breaking up, and everyone else is like, shut up. You've got to play you know, California Girls and uh, all those songs, uh, Good Vibrations and whatever. 
And so I think, <coughs> excuse me, ultimately the best would be a mix of both. I mean, ultimately the best would be that you have a speech that recognizes the people that are in the room, but they do hear some sense of what you're going on. Jerry Seinfeld, the comedian, uh, was telling Amy Schumer, um, he said, I just can't get over the arrogance of people today, uh, comics today, that they think that they have to have a new set all the time. Because Amy was talking about Louis and uh, Louis C.K. and all these people who are in, in herself who are making new comedy all the time because they're afraid of upsetting people in the Internet age. She said, uh, Gary, uh, Jerry said, most people haven't seen your act yet. There could be five people in the room who, who want to see you do the same thing again. There could be five people in the room who hate what you've done. But the other hundred people in the room haven't even heard it. So you should just give them your best, not your newest. And I think there's some value to that, Nancy. Yeah, I like that too. That's really a good viewpoint. So let me ask you this. You help a lot of entrepreneurs. What's a common thing that you find with business owners, and how do you help them through it? Uh, you know, recently that's changed a little bit, and it's, it's, it's the strangest thing because – I'm, I'm, if, I don't know, if you asked any hundred people on the internet, probably 88 of them would say he's some social media guy. And, you know, that was kind of true in 07, 08, and maybe part of 09. Um, but what I really helped with is sales, marketing, and other kind of business stuff for quite a while, and all of it by accident. And so when people come to me nowadays, the thing that I clear the most ground with is things like systems, focus, and personal leadership. So what people are doing is chasing new things all the time. Oh, you've got to get on Snapchat. Oh, you've got to get on Instagram. Oh, you've got to get on this thing. Um, and, you know, there's almost no other system in the universe that's like that. Um, when it comes to eating food, we tend to want new things all the time. But what's really true is our bodies really would be happy with four or five meals, period, every single day, you know, and would not need the difference. It's just that we think we want new things. So a lot of times I, I think I try to give people tough love, beat themselves out of the new, and then help them work on things that are going to help them focus and get the wins that they want. And that's the thing is so few people define what they actually see, uh, seek in their success that I think that it, one part of what I do is just make sure that people get their uh, – heads around where they're aiming so that we can shoot better. Very cool. Let me throw in a fun question, and I want to go back to some of your programs. So my fun question, if you had one more hour in your day, how would you spend it? I'd be Batman. <laughs> I would just take that extra hour and go fight crime and punch people. No, I don't know. I'm a big Batman fan. I, you know, I have a lot of hours in my day. I'm not overly busy because I schedule my life to be very blessed. And so... Um, the one extra hour of my day, I spend trying to answer questions uh, that will give more than one person some new way forward. I try to help people figure out something so that they go, oh, that's great, now I can go forward. And I think that's just because what's going on in a lot of people's life is they just don't feel good enough or they feel like maybe they're, not, they're the only one who doesn't get something or they're not smart. And if I could help someone feel less like that, then that means they're going to go out and serve some other group of people and make their world better. So I just think it's a kind of force multiplier kind of option for that extra hour. That's awesome. Very generous. Thank you for that. So let's talk about some of your programs. I know some of them have a wait list because they're so popular. You've got the Owner Insider. Can you tell the listeners if they'd like to work more closely with you or find information how they can do that? Well, sure. Um, we have a, my, my primary company site is owner.media. So it's not .com. We bought one of those crazy new domains. So it's owner.media. And we do a few things. We do webinars and courses, and we do them around very specific types of things that you might want to sol uh, solve. And we do little things called jump starts too. 
So maybe you want to start a podcast. We have one called Start Podcasting. Um, you want to know how to get better with growing your email list and getting more people. I know you, you mentioned that on your blog fairly recently that you know, the, if the money's in the email list, how do you rate yours? Um, we have something called Earn More Customers. So you go to earnmorecustomers.com. And then we have two ways to, to choose to buy these things because sometimes people uh, would like a discount or a better way to you know, live through these things. And we, we came up with two subscription services. So they're sort of like Netflix basically. So instead of buying one course, a course is like 500 bucks or 400 bucks and on average, and a webinar is $20. Um, we have a thing called Owner Unlimited where for $20 a month you can watch all the webinars you want. And it's not as you know, ubiquitous as Netflix. You can't exactly scroll left to right for an hour and a half, but um, there's lots of different problems to be solved. So if you were pretty studious and you got in there for your $20 and watched a handful of webinars and got out, you'd save hundreds. Uh, Owner Insider is the whole shebang. You get all the webinars, all the courses, plus we've got a free private group um, as part of that. And that's actually where a lot of the value is. We have a secret uh, Slack group where all the insiders can share stuff back and forth. And so they network and they, you know, who do you know who knows this person? Or how do we get in touch with this? Or heck, my Facebook page just got frozen out. Do we know anybody at Facebook? And we solve all that kind of stuff in there. And then there's a monthly Q&A with me. Uh, on top of that as well. And that's, we made that $100 a month because we just figured you really can't argue that price. Yeah, that's a really great price point, and the value is just overwhelming. That's really generous of you. And can you say the website one more time? So yeah, just swing by owner.media and scroll down past my giant head and Rob Hatch's head, and you'll see an unlimited button or an insider button, and you can just peek at them. And if you're not sure, just grab my newsletter. It's free. It's weekly. You can always just hit reply, and you'll see what's going on that way too, and you can talk to me and ask me questions. Awesome. And remember, Chris does answer email, so that is a great benefit as well. Hey, Chris, is there anything you want to cover that I didn't ask you about? No, I think you did well. I think it's wonderful. I, I love what you're doing for people, and I'm excited that they're getting a chance to learn about wealth and entrepreneurship from a wizard like you. I appreciate that, and thanks for reading my blog. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I always like when people actually comment on it. So thanks so much for taking time to be on the show today. It's been really fun. Um, I liked all of your stories. Listeners, if you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And you can download a full module of my productivity course at nancygaines.com. Check out some great tips to have more time in your day. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.